0: Hey everyone, this is episode 52 of the Fight Library. Today we are discussing three main topics of interest here. First, Vitor Belfort to 1FC. That is in the works. We are also going to talk about Matt Hughes and his unfortunate news. And then we're also going to talk about the interim title fight between Dustin Poirier and Max Holloway. Um, If you like this episode, guys, please drop a sub. If you love this episode, drop a review. It's great for the channel. I would greatly appreciate it. So, without further ado, I'm going to play some music. Yes, yes, so um, episode 52, we're ready to rock and roll. So first on the ballot, Vitor Belfort to 1FC. Now, when I'm sorry, I keep calling 1FC one 1- FC, it's one championship. Forgive me. Anyways, so Vitor Belfort is going to one championship, which I don't know how good of a move that is for Vitor career-wise. For one, it's a big deal. It's another big name that they grab. Vitor, on the other hand, has been suffering from substance issues, which we'll talk about in a second here. But if you look at what one has been doing, they signed Demetrius Johnson in the Ben Asker Mighty Mouse trade they got Eddie Alvarez, and they also got Sage Northcutt. So they're making big moves, especially in the Asian market with other Asian fighters. Vitor Belfort's a giant addition. It's that Brazilian star that they're looking for, and all of Brazil's going to tune in and watch Vitor fight. The issue I have with this for Vitor Belfort is he needs TRT, um, and they're probably going to let him do that. Now, I don't agree with letting him fight having to take TRT. Okay, So, yeah, his his body might be messed up for some reason or another, but the reason that is is because he abuses TRT in the past to make himself bigger, faster, and stronger, so now his body is messed up. So, Vitor, I'm sorry, man. I don't think you need to be part of 1FC. I think you need to hang him up, man, but hey, if we can get TRT Tour back, I'm going to watch. You know, I don't think it's good for his career, Um, and we're going to talk about consequences of a long, lengthy, or bad career in a second here with Matt Hughes, so... You know, I'm just, I don't know. Vitor, he's going to do great in in one, you know. He's going to dominate, especially if they're okay with him being on TRT. I mean, we've all seen the before and after pictures of Vitor on TRT. And it's incredible to see the body transformation that this man has had. So, let's move on to Matt Hughes. Matt Hughes has been in the news recently for some very um, unfortunate reasons. So, apparently, he... um, he beat his wife pretty badly. Um, they re- they filed a restraining order, uh, and it's, it's nothing good. That's that's nothing good at all. I'm, it's sad to see a legend like this go, but if he's been a jerk in the past before. We've seen that he's uh, done shady things in the past, especially in his college days and stuff, and, and on to that. He's in his autobiography that he wrote himself. It's... mm yeah, I don't know. So he he beat his wife, smacked her head against a shower wall or something. It's ridiculous, really, um, how crazy this guy is. Now that's from a lot of CTE. I literally I thought you know this is a change in behavior for him because I forgot about all of his past doings. Um, but this is not a change in behavior from the train wreck. This is Matt Hughes being Matt Hughes. And it's kind of sad to see that his wife and son are in that. He also smacked up his uh, his brother's son, too, and he fought the restraining role, So that's pretty sad, man. I feel bad for Matt Hughes' family. Not for Matt because he's a jerk, but for his family, you know. And I, I, I'm I'm sad to see such a legend of our sport held in such terrible light. You know, we usually think of this as – MMA fighters are better than this, and most of them are, but Matt Hughes is that example. He's at the top of the game, and now he's – You know, in the limelight for another reason and a negative reason. That's sad. Moving on. I don't want to sound that topic too long. Yes, that's dark. Um, Max Holloway and Dustin Poirier are fighting at UFC 236 in Atlanta, Georgia for the interim lightweight title. A couple things here. First, Tony Ferguson turned the fight down with Dustin Poirier, and I can't blame him. After winning the last interim title, he was stripped of that title, and now he doesn't want it. Does that make sense to you? Because it makes sense to me. I wouldn't want it either with the UFC screwing me over like that. Okay? So, yeah, I'm good. I'll pass. Max Holloway moving up is a big deal, too. Now, does that put the flyweight, not flyweight, listen to me, does that put the featherweight division at risk? I think so. You know, um, we'll probably see Jose Aldo be champion again because nobody can beat him. Um, And if if that does come down to it, I'd like to see Aldo versus Ortega for the featherweight championship. Yes, please. Um, Dustin Poirier deserves his shot. It's a muck right now because of Connor and Khabib. Both of those guys are responsible for the state of the division. Um, It's not good for lightweight. You know, i got a lot of guys that are ready for title shots, and... They've just been waiting like Tony and Dustin, and you got some other guys coming up. You know, if we had an active champion, we could have seen more title fights at lightweight in such a great division. And it's upsetting to see now that Khabib is champion and Connor's not holding the belt hostage. That Khabib is doing the same thing Connor did. He's going to wait his suspension out, which he needs to, but then he's going to wait until his teammate's suspension is out too for the UFC 223, 229 shenanigans. You know, him jumping out of the cage. That was him acting like a bunch of assholes, and now they're, you know, oh, well, we're just going to do the same thing as Conor. Khabib has become the very thing he swore he hated. It's sad to see. I'd much rather see a guy like Tony Ferguson or Dustin Poirier or Max Holloway be the champ at lightweight, because we know how Max is going to be at lightweight. He's going to be the same he was at featherweight. He's going to defend the title. He's defended it against Jose Aldo. He beat Brian Ortega, and he... He had to pull out of one fight for an injury. That's it. You know, so I get it. I understand. But this title fight between Poirier and uh, Ferguson and Holloway, I get those two mixed up. Max and and Tony need to fight. I'll never get their names right. Anyways, this interim title fight between those two, that's going to be a banger. Let's be real. Dustin is the only man to ever finish. Max with an armbar, which is incredible. He's the only man to ever do it. So... This is Max making good on his promise that he's going to go back and avenge every loss. I feel bad for Dennis Silver. (laughs) So he has that, he has Connor and he has Max to fight. Or Dustin to fight. He's knocking Dustin out now. Not literally, but figuratively. He's trying to beat Dustin Bourier. Anyways, guys, I really appreciate this episode. Y'all listening to it. Um, If you like the show, please, like I mentioned earlier, drop a review. Drop a sub. It's great for the channel. Drop a comment on the YouTube guys. Yes please. Um, follow me on Twitter, Blaine Henry MMA. Um, that's where I post my random thoughts and stuff. You can also follow me on Facebook at Kicks and Kamoras. Whoa. That's a name I ain't said in a long time. YouTube or Fight Library. And Twitch we're also Fight Library. Also check out Swamp Stank. Swamp Stank's the best band in the world. They provide all of the music for our show. And they just dropped a brand new single. They have the take, and now they have their new single, Christ dies out on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your music. So guys, thank you for listening. I'm your host Blaine Henry. I will catch y'all in the next episode. Later.